on the next episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Well, this is all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and other things we can drink. And this is a wine episode. And here are the wines we're going to be discussing today. We have the 2020 Odette Reserve Chardonnay, Napa Valley. We have the 2018 Adaptation Cabernet Sauvignon, Napa Valley. The 2021 Neal Family Vineyards Rutherford Dust Vermentino. The 2018 Neal Family Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon, Napa Valley. The 2019 Larkmead Firebell, Napa Valley. The 2019 Larkmead Solari, Napa Valley. And the 2013 Larkmead Solari, Napa Valley. Woohoo! Vertical tasting today. Yeah, excellent wine. So, yeah, this show was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoke and host the good old boys It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time. Welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. You know, I had a friend tell me to start watching the Witcher series on Netflix. Never it's heard swords, of Swords, sorceries, and boobies. Pretty is good. It, is that on at 2 a.m.? That's whenever I want to watch. Well, then we're still, be- we're still the best thing on at 2 a.m. Yeah. You can read the books, too. I start reading the books. <laughs> yeah, like you read. Read. Come on, man. He does audio books. Yeah. That's as close <laughs> as he gets to reading the book. Please. Actually, I get the Broward County Library app, Libby. You can, da- you can download the audio book, and you can also get the actual uh, e-book. You do both. Who are we kidding? It's we great. know the books he reads. And most Library of them, apps, man. Use them. They're free. Most of the books he reads have big ass cat in it with a stripied hat. I'm just saying. Those are those are magazines, not books. <laughs> those are books, yeah. Do they still make those nudie magazines? I mean, we have the internet. What now. are you talking about? I thought you were talking. Oh, he's talking about children's books. Well, yeah. he said cat. I went somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. You. <laughs> he's thinking about the cat in the hat. I don't know where you went. Sick. So. Twisted individual. Meow, meow. meow. <laughs> All right. Hey, that ankle monitor of his is going off again. So, this is Made Man Bob joining me today. Er, good old boy Justin. Good morning, Bob, and the rest of the crew. Made Man Maury. Good morning. Excited for another damp, drippy day in the basement. Pete O'Harm. Good morning to everyone out there except Bob. Yeah. Miserable morning to Bob. <laughs> Just, I don't know. I don't know where his mind's at sometimes. <laughs> well, this sip segment is all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and other things we can drink. And this is a wine episode. And here are the wines we're going to be discussing today. We have the 2020 Odette Reserve Chardonnay, Napa Valley. 
we have the 2018 adaptation Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley, the 2021 Neal Family Vineyards Rutherford Dust Vermentino, the 2018 Neal Family Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley, the 2019 Larkmead Firebell Napa Valley, the 2019 Larkmead Solari Napa Valley, and the 2013 Larkmead Solari Napa Valley. Woohoo! Vertical tasting today. So, vintages. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's nice. So, we're going to have Justin tell us all about our sips ratings against oh my God. better judgment. Buckle up. Hear me now and believe me later. Nope. Nope. I'm out. Just call me when he's done. I'm putting my, my, my microphone down. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I quit. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? You're making fun of the ex-governor of the state where this wine was all made. They're probably going to come beat you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, wow. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting, but what was this again? Interesting. Mm-mm. Four sips. Let's keep this secret. Oh, go ahead. Make no. The sound. No. You, no, you do it, and then we play the sound. It's only ten years, Justin. <laughs> yeah. You're not, he's not been doing this for ten years. He's been <sighs> six, right? Yeah. Not four. Six years. Six years. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Hear me now and listen to me later. Yeah. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yeah! 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 I'm gonna get a sound clip of him from that movie where he was in Mars. You'll get your ass to Mars. I'm gonna get that one because uh, there's a point where they have him hooked up the machine and he's going, ah! <laughs> and it still sounds better than what he's doing. Oh Lord, have mercy. All right. Straight into the toilet. Went uh, five minutes and 22 seconds in. All right. So let's see if we can salvage this. Maury, why don't you tell us about Odetta State? It'd be my pleasure, Bob. Thank you. The 45-acre estate, which would become Odette Estate, was originally purchased by the Stelzner family in 1964. After purchasing the property, Richard and Christine Stelzner converted the open land to vineyards in 1970 and sold the grapes on property through their own vineyard management company. In 1977, the Stelzners realized the potential of their Stags Leap District property and decided to make their own wine. But in 2011, the time had come for them to pass the torch and the Stelzners sold the winery and surrounding vineyards to Gavin Newsom, Gordon Getty, and John Conover, the founders of the Plump Jack Group, joining Plump Jack and Cade as their third winery in the valley. Many of you may recognize the name Gavin Newsom. The governor, currently. The current governor. But let me tell you, these three vineyards, the Plump Shack, the Cade, No Deck Group, oh my God. Yeah. Everything is fantastic for them. They do make some fantastic wines. I didn't realize Gordon Getty was involved with them as well. Yeah, that's your Getty money. You're yeah. thinking of Gordon Gecko, knucklehead. Wrong one. Keep moving on. Okay, thank you. Not like J. Paul Getty? No. Oh. Yeah. The first wine of the day will be the Odette Reserve Cap- Napa Valley Cabernet 
Start Odette, over again. Reserve Napa Valley Chardonnay 2020. 100% Chardonnay coming in at 14.8% ABV. This wine is crafted from the famed Hudson Ranch off Henry Road in the Carneros AVA of Napa Valley. Dry and warm conditions throughout the summer and into the beginning of the fall led to an early harvest. The grapes were hand-picked at night and arrived at the winery before sunrise to ensure that fruit purity, aromatics, and freshness were retained. The grapes were 100% whole cluster pressed on a very gentle four-hour cycle. The juice was immediately racked to French oak barrels, 70% of which were new, where both native primary and malolactic fermentation took place for over 24 weeks. Each individual barrel was surly aged for 16 months and kept separate until the final selections were ultimately determined. So this is a beautifully uh, well-crafted wine. It's got a beautiful light straw color. On the nose, it's just deliciousness. Uh, Everything you'd expect from a Chardonnay, you've got all kinds of notes of creme brulee and vanilla and brioche. Toast. And toast. Uh, On the palate, brioche, white peach, lemon curd, roasted nuts, a little hint of salinity. It's just beautiful. It's got that nice, buttery, rounded mouthfeel. It's palate coating. It's voluptuous. It's everything you want in a Chardonnay. It finishes long and just goes on and on. This is a really phenomenal Chardonnay. I've not had this one before, and I must admit I'm slightly biased against the reserve Chardonnays. They tend to be over-oaked and not quite ready to drink as young as they're designed for longevity and aging. But this reserve Chardonnay is just just checks all the boxes. I, I just find it phenomenal, and uh, I really can't say enough good things. It's probably one of the best whites we've had on this show in quite some time. I, this is not my style of white wine at all. Yet I freaking loved it. This is not, this is almost, it's not over the top buttery cougar juice like I would normally call this stuff because it's actually more balanced than that. Oh, it's much more balanced. Yeah. It's, it's, this is like you were saying, it's buttered toast. The oak spice is there. It's like freshly baked brioche right out of the oven. And I got toasted almonds on the nose as well. And it's like warm hazelnuts and almonds. And then on the palate, you said brioche and peach. And then I also got, Lots of roasted nuts. It's a little oily on the palate. Mm. It does have a little bit of oiliness. Yeah. All that mallow. And normally I don't like this much mallow, but this is so balanced with the fruit that it's undeniably delicious. Really and, did a beautiful job. You can keep drinking this. You keep coming back to it. It's not like it, it won't be like, I've had one glass. I'm done. I'm full. This is this is refreshing and gorgeous. The fruit just shines through. What about you, Justin? What do you think? So normally when I drink a white wine, I like to drink it pretty quick right out of the fridge before I taste it. But yeah, this one the wrong white wine. was very good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Initially, I got like- Frau Milch, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, I got bread yeast and orange peel on the nose. And then after it warmed up, it was like this beautiful butter bomb. And then on the palate- I got like brioche and lemon curd and lemon curd. I can't go. It, it's so much lemon curd on the palate, on the nose. It's all there. And this finish is just so smooth. And this just kept getting better. The As more it, up. it opened up. Yeah. 
So just sitting there on the on the glass. Yeah, it was initially it, a little go run an errand and then cold, start drinking this. But you got to let it really warm up nicely yeah. because the flavors really just jump right out of the glass. Even even super cold, it was nice and drinkable. Oh, good. it was much but more as, so than others. as you get as you let this warm up. Oh my god, this is this is just silky divine wine. What do you think, Bob? It's fantastic. Um, I mean, what more can you say? It's does this mean we're cougars? It's this is it's like eating like a lemon curd pastry, like a lemon cream pastry. It's got a little bit of salinity to it. It's got just a slight bit of minerality on the end of the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, on the nose, I get just that yeasty brioche. Get lemon peel. Just toasted almonds, man. Like toasted f- almonds. A little bit of dried hay. I mean, it's just so well done. It's just beautiful wine. Absolutely beautiful wine. This is one of the best Chardonnays I've had in a while. Plump mm. Jack also makes a great Chardonnay. People just put their nose up in their ear for because mm-hmm. they, they only want the Cabernet mm-hmm. or the Merlot. Oh, no, no. I love their whites. I think the Plump Jack Chard is fantastic. They, in fact, they make it with both a Stelvin enclosure and a, uh, and a, cor- a yeah. cork. Well, that being said, we're going to be rating the Odette Reserve Napa Valley Chardonnay 2020 an extremely well-deserved five sips. Oh, my goodness. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished talking about the absolutely stellar Odette Estate uh, Reserve Chardonnay 2020, uh, a well-deserved five sips. So we're going to move on to our next wine. We're going to have Arm tell us about that one. Thanks a lot, Bob. The 2018 adaptation Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley is 80% Cab, 18% Merlot, 2% Petit Syrah. The ABV is 14.6%. Lower than normal temperatures in late 2018 without the threat of rain allowed for extra high, extra hang time for commence harvest before harvest in late September, stretching out over the last four weeks. The grapes came from Ink Grade Vineyard on the backside of Howell Mountain, the Oso Vineyard, which is very close to the proximity to Odette's own estate vineyard in the Stags Leap District, Bluetooth Vineyard down the road from Odette in Oak Knoll. I get great Las, reception there. And Las Amigas. <laughs> yes. Everything works better. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, everything links up as soon as I go in that vineyard. That's like, it's all wow. Works. Yeah. Las Amigas Vineyard in Carneros. And the fermentation was in small, fully jacketed stainless steel fermenters. After 48 hours of cold soak at 55 degrees Fahrenheit, maceration lasts for 8 to 14 days at a maximum temperature of 92 degrees Fahrenheit. Malolactic fermentation took place in barrel and finished up in late winter. The wine was aged in 50% new oak barrels and 50% once-filled oak barrels with a minimal racking of 18 months before bottling. Uh, this is a rich, opaque ruby that's uh, almost inky black. And on the nose, I got tons of plum and creme de cassis and flowers. like Some violets and some other red and blue flowers. And um, on the palate, let's see. Try again. Mm, mm, mm. Medium to full-bodied. Really fine tannin, lots of black cherry and cassis. Those violets, those, those flowers on the nose come back on the palate. Silky mouthfeel, but the tannins give you a good enough grip to know that this wine's going to last a while. Uh, the finish was medium, and I really enjoyed it. 
What do you think, uh, Bob? I think it's a lovely wine. Um, it's got some really nice structure to it. It's got a great nose. It's just, to me, it's blackberries and plums. I really don't get the blackberry. It's like very tip of the nose. Okay. Um, plum, definitely plum. Yeah. A little bit of, little bit of a floral edge on it. Mm. But on the palate, it's just dark red fruit, uh, dark, dark cherries, um, some old leather. It's got a great mouthfeel to it. Very silky. Goes down very easy. Oh, oh, an absolutely lovely wine. I, I expected no less from Adaptation. What did you think, Justin? So I got a lot of the notes you got um, on the nose. I got You keep this. reading my paper. Stop. That's he's why cheating. You're him. Yeah. Early morning. Mr. Howell, he's cheating. I'm turning him in. Early morning, wet forest floor. Um, on the palate, I got a really smooth start. It got intense, and then it just eases off very nicely on the finish. Um, 2018 was a great year for Napa Valley cabs and blends with heavy cab components. The weather was suitable, and it's a really big yield year, so you should be able to find a lot of the 2018s out there. So I like this one, and you know, keep an eye out. If you're going to try a wine you haven't tried before and it's a Napa, Try the 2018. So, adaptation 2018 is excellent, and there's nothing wrong with it, but if you could find the 2016 or 17, it's even better. Oh, nice. Tell you, I've been carrying this year wine for forever. Um, There's the new label from the previous adaptations. The previous ones are like a, a very st- outstanding. They, they they stood out on the shelf, big red uh, uh, flower. abstract art. Like a flower, yeah. Yeah, like a carnation or Where's something. Where's the new bottle? The new bottle is very plain, very elegant. Yeah, it's a little bit more uh, restrained. Restrained. That's a good way of putting it. So this, uh, this, by the way, adaptation is Odette's second label. So this, the grapes that just don't quite make the cut for the Odette cab. The Odette cab is about twice the price of this. But still, for this is as a second label is quite good. Mor- uh, Maury, what do you think? Yeah, no, uh, Harm, as much as I, I hate to uh, admit it, we're on one of those days again today where I thought that everything you said about 10 minutes ago was spot on. I agreed with everything you said on the color, on the nose. Is there on some the reason we have him on the show at all? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a shock. But yeah. but he actually, you know, they say even a blind squirrel gets a nut now and then. And Harmeen nailed it. He got it right today. And I have to give credit where credit no, I was is due. talking about due. you if you're just saying you're going to say everything he does and we can just skip you from now on. No, I'm just saying that for once he actually got it right. I actually agree you with him. save a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking Odette for years. This is really what, it's a, uh, this adaptation. is a really lovely wine. I think this wine is delicious. It's uh, it's a very enjoyable. It was ready to drink right from the get go, and it's evolved beautifully in the glass. Uh, the time and the air has done it wonders, and uh, you can't go wrong with no, it. Pump Jack Group. They they don't make bad wine. No. Period. I mean, all of their estates. They don't make bad wine. So you know when you get something from them, even if it's a second label, you know it's going to be quality. Um, so. And their reserve wines, like the Cade Reserve. They're, oh, yeah. Just, you see them, in, don't be upset by the price. Some of them can reach a couple hundred bucks or more. But uh, if you find them, you know, they're, they're worth every penny. Well, think about poor Governor Newsom. You know how expensive it is to charge up your uh, Tesla there in California? It's true, it's Good true. Lord. Gas well, there is like $9 actually, a gallon. Is, I think, is one of their, their most... Uh, Re- that's their most reasonably priced red. It's it's yeah. un- it's under fifty. It's usually about fifty sixty bucks. Yeah, 
and and well worth it. So we're going to be rating the 2018 adaptation Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So that takes us on to our next winery, which is Neil Family Vineyards. So Jack and Athene Neil met on a blind date right before Jack went off to serve in the Korean War as a medic. When he returned from the war, he went directly to meet Athene in a hired limo, proposed, and the rest is history. They moved to Napa in the early 60s, creating a home, family, and business in Rutherford. In 1968, they started Jack Neal Vineyard Management after working for other nearby farmers for years. Thus began the family's deep organic farming roots in Napa Valley. Mark Neal, their son, grew up working on the family farm on Mee Lane in Rutherford, where they grew walnuts and grapes. And he began driving a tractor at age eight and took out a loan to buy it from his dad at age nine and paid it off fully by the time he was 14. So that's an enterprising guy. Uh, He's been a pioneer of the organic farming movement, certifying his family's vineyards organic in 1984. Mark and his dad started making wine together when he was 14 and thus began his journey in winemaking. The garage wine that they produced was for personal consumption, but this would soon change when Mark bought his first property in Rutherford in 79 at 20 years old. In 1990, Mark, seeing the sun above the fog on the Valley 4, purchased a property in the Howell Mountain AVA. In 1998, he produced his first wine, a Cabernet Sauvignon, from his first property in Rutherford, producing 360 cases. The following year, he built the Howell Mountain Winery, bringing his father's dream to life. So the first wine we're going to taste is the 2021 Neal Family Vineyards Rutherford Dust Vermentino. It's 100% Vermentino, 100% Rutherford AVA, 100% estate grown, 100% certified organically farmed, uh, 24% barrel fermentation, 12% new French oak, ABV is 14.5%. So Vermentino is a grape that a lot of people aren't really familiar with. It's an Italian variety. It's grown mostly in Sardinia, in Corsica. Um, and it's also grown in Piedmont, where it's, it goes by a different name of uh, Favorita. So the color on this is uh, sort of I a pale. Know, I did not know about the Favorita. Mm-hmm. You're teaching me stuff, Bob. Thank well, you. We try. It's a nice, light, straw color. Um this is just one little corner of the vineyard. Uh, Justin and I got lucky enough to go visit there uh, a few months ago, and a beautiful estate. Had the most lovely dog there, who unfortunately passed away shortly after we were there. But oh, what a love! Suspiciously Sweetheart. after you were there. Oh, I let me tell you, he followed us around the whole time we were there, yeah. and he was red. I, I'm like, I'm taking him back to the hotel, and he was getting in the <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, you're coming with me, buddy. We, we, we're we're going to be here for three or four days, and you're going to be with me all, everywhere we go. He didn't know there was a winery. He just thought a lot of people yeah. came to visit him because he was huge. awesome. Yeah. He, he had no idea he was at a winery. That's what he said. <laughs> it, it's like, oh, somebody else is coming to visit me. I'm the most popular dog on Howell Mountain. <laughs> right. So, uh, but a lovely pale straw color to it. It's got a little bit of a nectarine got kind of a sweet apple to it i get like a little smoke on the nose too mm. smoke or really? maybe the barrel char it's like mm. the oak is the oak that's coming out it's got a lovely feel to it it's a very rounded wine very full wine um there's a good bit of citrus in this there's a good bit of lemon peel in it it's got a nice minerality to it but it's not overpowering um a little bit of like a citrus cream got a nice mouthfeel to it just I, they just did this one for fun and i think that's what it is i think it's a fun wine and uh 
again by the pool this thing would be awesome what'd you think justin i really enjoyed it i got cedar on the nose some very light plums on the palate i got some lemon curd um chicken pot pie crust panna cotta the finish it was medium and it was slightly bitter when we opened it but there's no bitterness on the finish after it's aired out what do you think maury I liked it. I liked it quite a lot. I thought it was a delightful wine. It's a nice afternoon uh, poolside sipper. Uh, again, it's light. It's refreshing. Uh, I got a lot of white nectarine and um, apple uh, on the nose and on the palate. Again, the, the minerality. Um, it was just really citrusy, light, refreshing. Again, not a grape a lot of people are familiar with. But if you see it, pick it up. It's enjoyable. You can't go wrong. And uh, it's a very fun and playful wine. I would agree with Bob. It's would, a fun and playful wine. Who would come up with a Vermentino and Howell Mountain? That's, right. that, you know what that is? That's, I've got a, I got a plot. You know, something else might grow there. Out of hell with it. Let me just I, let me pick something out of the catalog. What am so I? Vermentino from, from Italy, I, I tend to have, I've had before, Tends to not get any new oak. It's always neutral yeah. or stainless steel. Yeah. The fact that this has twelve percent new French oak gives it another dimension. Just so enough. If you're, if you're, oh, yeah. if you're familiar yeah, with Vermentino yeah. from Italy, you should pick this up as well to give it a taste. I got a lot of uh, toasted almond on the finish as well. Um, it's quite nice. It's different. Very yeah. round. Yeah, it's, it's different. a different style yeah. from the Italian. It's a little bit unique and uh, and fun. Yeah, I think if you did it in like say fifty percent new oak, it would just be you can't way it. too much. No, it would just completely it. overpower. But I think I think he did it. He just he hit the nail right on the head. He just got enough of that oak in there to give it that fullness and that roundness. Uh, an extremely well made wine from uh, you a can nice make little it family. With Sir Lee fermentation as well, but I like yeah. what they did. Yeah. I like what they well, did. Well, you could do that, you get the roundness from that, but you'd also get the other factors you get in with the Sir Lee. So but a, a fun wine, really enjoyable. So we're going to be rating the Neil Family Vineyards Rutherford Dust Vermentino, well-deserved three sips. So let's have Maury tell us about our second wine from the folks at Neil Family. Thank you, Bob. The next wine is the 2018 Neil Family Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley. It is 100% Cabernet Sauvignon and 100% Napa Valley AVA. It is 100% estate grown and 100% certified organically farmed. It has been aged for 16 months in 60% new French oak and it clocks in at 14.6% ABV. The grapes have been sourced from the Neal family's own Howell Mountain Estate, as well as the Rutherford Dust Estate vineyards. Again, it's got a deep, dark, inky... Uh, black like my heart. Black color. Like, well, if you had like, one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the heart that Harmeet might have once had. Yeah. Um, Garnet to the point of being black. Yeah. If he was to actually purchase a new heart, it would definitely be this color. Do they still make those Jarvik hearts? There's a... I don't know. That's a good question. A good I don't question. Know, but it'd be fun to put one in you and see what happens. Yeah, see what, yeah. see, pump some blood. There's a lot going on on the nose. There's black fruit. There's, there's tons graphite, of spice in here, which there's I spice. Love. There's pepper. There's a little bit of a lot of things. And then you put it in your mouth and on the palate, just wow. Red and black fruit. A lot of savory characters. There's some fine cocoa and light tannins. A little I'm, cedar, I'm telling you, you're missing is Indian spices. I'm getting toasted cumin and anise. Sandalwood. I did not get the, t- the cumin. You just didn't wash your hands after lunch. 
lovely wine medium to long finish very well made uh i thought it was delicious harm tell me what you think i mean you you hit the main notes but the spices and, and the and the woodiness on the nose i got sandalwood but i didn't have curry for lunch and i washed my hands i had the same lunch you did dude we made we made we made po boys salami and turkey it was all right and and we used yellow mustard which is i i'm just disappointed in bob that we had yellow mustard What's with the good? There's no good deli mustard today. Not wasting on you. Whatever. Anyway, anywho, as they say in the vernacular, I got sandalwood. I got toasted anise. I got cumin, hints of mint, lots of black fruit, like you said. But underneath that, it's those layers of that save those savory herbs, those spices, the sandalwood. It's just gorgeous. A little, a little bit of rose petal almost as well. Um, no, I didn't find the rose petal. Just a, just a hint. And then um, on the palate, just like you said, that, that powdered cocoa, it's all there. The tannins are more silky than um, I was expecting. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Justin? So I found the nose was like vibrant, luscious, dark fruit. No, we're not talking oak. about your nose. We're talking about the wine. Right, that too. Okay, just and, making sure. And... Um, this just begs. They're still talking about the dog at the winery. Hmm. This just begs. It was cold. For like it was a good dog. <laughs> a lamb sog curry, so so good. And there was some turmeric in there. So there was some Indian spices. I just got different ones than lamb sog. It's lamb and spinach. Lamb sog. Yep. He's got the the turmeric, and I don't get turmeric, but cumin's are nice. What'd you think, Bob? think you're both out of your minds that's what i was thinking but jesus uh, thank you for something it's a agreeing. lovely wine stop it's, by my mom's house and get some lamb song it's so well <laughs> balanced and so well made um again i when i when we tried it i was ex- looking at it you're expecting a tannin bomb but it's the tannins are there but they're not up in your face um you know dark red fruit there's there's lots of cocoa powder uh on the back end for me I get that slight hit of the mint. I get a little bit of that uh, sandalwood. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I I love cabs with have that sandalwood edge to them. I just really enjoy that. Just an extremely lovely wine. Um, And, you know, drinks so well already. Um, You know, give it a few more years. Probably will continue to improve, but right now, don't be afraid to open this one. You're you're not going to be. It's it's five years old now. You're at the edge of. Yeah. Drinkability. This is perfect as a start, but give it years if you yeah. want. Buy yeah. a bunch. I hold it. Yeah, fantastic wine. So we're going to be rating the 2018 Neil Family Vineyards Rutherford Dust or Neil Family Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon Napa Valley a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So we're going to have Justin tell us a little bit about uh, our next winery. In 1851, Charles Hitchcock, an Army surgeon moved from North Carolina to San Francisco with his wife, Martha, and their spirited daughter, Lily. Lily was later dramatically rescued from a fire in San Francisco by the Knickerbocker No. 5 Fire Company. This experience made her a lifelong and passionate supporter of the San Francisco Fire Department, even signing her name with Number 5 after it for the rest of her life. She was made an honorary member of the fire company, and the only woman in America to have that honor at that time, which earned her the nickname Fire Bell Lil. Lil lived by her own rules and challenged the conventions of the day by drinking bourbon, smoking cigars, playing poker, 
and driving a team of six horses. These antics, combined with her intellect, placed her among the most famous women in America at that time. In an effort to tame her spirit, she was ordered to live at the Hitchcock family Napa Valley country estate to learn to quiet down. Lily, which I'm sure did not work. Lily named her new home Larkmead after the Meadowlarks in the area and regularly invited her artists and intellectual friends to gather and share ideas in a series of salons. She was the one to plant the first vineyard on the property, and we'll talk more about it after the break. Hey, and we're back, and Justin's still telling us a little bit about the Larkmead Winery. So the property was subsequently leased by the Salmina family in 1895 and purchased outright by them in 1903. The winery was expanded in 1906 and run by the family until Felix Salmina's death in 1940. And the family sold Larkmead Vineyards to a Chicago-based bottler and distributor, Bragno & Company, in 1943. The property was later sold to National Distillers, and then in 1948, the property was purchased by Larry and Polly Solari. The property was eventually passed down to their daughter, Kate Solari Baker, and her late husband, Cam Baker. Kate is an acclaimed artist known for her pastel landscapes and multimedia pieces, and her work is also displayed throughout the estate. In 2005, they built the first phase of a new state-of-the-art winery on the property so that each vineyard block could have its own dedicated vinification tank. The hospitality center, along with the expanded barrel hall, were completed in 2014. This a, is a really beautiful property. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. And if you're in Napa Valley and you have the time, check it out. It's so pretty that the paint color, the white paint color of the building... The paint company named it after it's Larkmead White. Yeah. Wow. So, so like if you get Larkmead White from these guys, that's they made that that shade of white for this this winery. Stunning property. And yeah. huge, right in the dead center, north end of the valley. Really, really nice. And lovely. I mean, just really nice people there too. So on the nose of this, I got um roses cranberries and a little note of creme de menthe on the palate um it was balanced by like earthiness and wooden tones and it was just luscious what did you think uh maury well thank you justin um i agree with much of what you said i thought this was a lovely wine i thought it had uh flavor hints that reminded me of a pinot in uh in that uh, the rose petal uh, and- that's america where it's pine not nor oh i'm sorry it's pine not nor the pine not nor pinot nor whatever yeah i agree with you it smells like pinot to me but it's a, a very enjoyable wine. I loved it. I thought it was delicious on the palate. It was mouth coating. It had some um, warm, bright spice. Definitely some earthiness. Definitely some forest, uh, cedar, tobacco, medium finish. Uh, really, no no flaws. I, I liked it quite a lot. Harm? Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and Justin, the wine is really good. But if I ordered this and they told me it was Cab, I would say you sent me a Pinot Noir. It tastes like... Uh, a warm climate Pinot Noir with all that rose petal. It tastes like Russian River Pinot Noir to me. Uh, cinnamon and berries and Pinot Noir. For, you said forest floor. That to me is Pinot Noir, right? I can't believe this is Cabernet. 
I can't believe it. It's, it's, uh, I get the cranberry. Get it's Pomeranian, a Cabernet get for Pinot drinkers. Yeah. It's this is super extracted Pinot like they do in Russian River Valley, but it's 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 Cabernet. I I think it's a great wine, but it threw me off completely. Tastes great. Yeah, and a, it would be a like great a fun hard. one to put in a, a blind tasting because it would really throw you just off. to mess with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Bob? Like he'd know what friends are. Come on, please. I've heard that there's a thing called friend. What is love, Bob? Um, what is love? <laughs> Remember Good what Blade Runner reference? Like yeah, you remember Bart and Simpson and Bart his dad Simpson. were having that discussion uh, about you know what's son, what's more important, love or money? And he goes, "Money, Dad. I can always buy love." <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. It's also the same guy who said nuts and gum together at last. So yeah, um, it's a lovely wine. It's 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 a lovely, soft, round, very approachable. Uh, the nose is rose petals. Just ripe, plump red berries, red fruit. Mm. It's got a beautiful nose to it on the palate. Mm. It's got a certain earthiness to it. It's low on the tannin, but that earthiness comes out. Um, There's definitely some cedar in there. I'm picking up like like a pipe tobacco, an old leather. It's a lovely wine. It's an absolutely lovely one. So what more can you say? Just enjoy give it drink, a rating, Bob. Enjoy drinking it. So you give it mm. a rating. I'm getting a little hint of caramel now on the on the nose as well. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're just hallucinating. No, no, it's getting sweeter in the palate. It's getting sweeter in the glass. Well, it's all that methamphetamine he does for he does the I show. I was thinking it was the ketones. He was a little ketotic today. Yeah, I, I checked my sugar. We're good. Well, we're going to be rating the 2019 Larkmead Firebell Napa Valley. Well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So let's move on to our next wine, which is the Larkmead Solari Napa Valley 2019. 100% Cabernet, uh, 18 months, 78% new French oak, 14.3% ABV. Uh, again, Beautiful, dark ruby color to it. It's got a nice edge to it. On the nose, I get cherries and plums. It's got a nice sort of vegetal herbal edge to it. On the palate, let's see. Mm. On the palate, it's... Dark fruits, dried rose petal. It's got a nice, uh, it's got a nice tannin to it. It's mostly front palate on the tannin. Got a good coat to it. Really sticks to your teeth. Lovely wine, absolutely lovely wine. What do you think, Arm? Oh, I I wasn't listening to you. What'd you say? Oh, nope. yeah. Nope. Nobody listens to me. I'm used oh. to it. I I, uh, I think it's, it's a great dark ruby. It's it's tons of a cherry and raspberry on the nose at first. Then it goes black. There's uh, dark fruit like plums. I get a little scorched earth on here and herbish er, herbs like like uh, grilled herbs and a little little scorched earth like um, like the Russians uh, you know retreating from Ukraine. And uh, let's see. There's a hint of rose petal there as well, 
And I got cardamom on the palate. Mm, cardamom? Dark fruit, little rose petal, cardamom. What kind? Uh, uh, green? green? Green cardamom. Green cardamom and sweet oak on that palate. Well, you I, know what I, it is? It's that, that herbal note that I'm getting. That's I think that's what you're picking up. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's it's the, the green, green cardamom. cardamom. It's the husk and a little bit of the inside. Yeah. Um, He's getting a little cardamom. geeky with that. And... And I, I thought the palate was a little watery. I just I, I think it could be more lush, but the palate's a little, little 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 thin. I think that's a good way to describe it. I was thinking that so in thin. the back of my head, looking for the right adjective. It's a little thin. It's a little thin, but the flavors are there. The flavors are there. The palate's a little thin. The finish is medium. It's quite a, it's quite good. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think that the wine has no flaws. I think it's well made. Um, well, the flaw is thin. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's a lovely wine. It's just a little bit thin, and I wouldn't call that a flaw. I would just say that the, the style is a little right. stylistically. It's a little bit thin for my liking, but nonetheless, I think it's very drinkable, very approachable. You would not be disappointed, Justin. So I thought the nose was pretty fruit forward. I got a note of mesquite barbecue in it, which I don't rarely pick up in wine. Um, I, don't, I don't. To me, it's not coming across as barbecue. That was dinner last night. You you didn't you didn't wash your hands your either. In your it's, beard. It's, it's, it's the earthy, barbecue last night. I wear with animals. It is earthy. Um, the finishes. It's a nice wine. Oh, I'd love yeah, it with yeah, some yeah. smoked brisket. Oh yeah, you'd love anything with smoked brisket. Well, that's not untrue. He doesn't drink water with smoked brisket. Come on. I, yeah, he would. He, I, if that's I, what's if around. I, if there was enough brisket around, I could get him drink it with turpentine. You know, I've I mean? seen him eat toe-cheese with brisket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I don't hang out with you guys that much. Yeah, he's uh, he's um, shall we say special. So, <laughs> hey, I've been called worse. Yeah, just because he rode the short bus. Give them a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had good tinted windows, though. Yeah, it had air conditioning, too. Yeah, so that, too. Yeah. Yeah. The air so, conditioning worked better because it had less distance to the It was the full yeah. now. The fewer the kids, the the fewer kids in the small bus. Yeah, that's right. Right. So I got there quicker. <laughs> All right, whatever. Do we give a rating for this, Bob? Uh, we're going to be rating the Workmead, Solari, Napa Valley, uh, three sips. One, two, th- uh, three. Okay, good. Got it. A one, a two, a three. A three. Harm. <laughs> I wake up. It's your well, turn. Oh, yeah. yeah it's your you. turn. How many uh, licks does it take to the center of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop? If you were waiting for the opportune moment, that was it. Mm-hmm. It's past us. Our final wine of the evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is the 2013. It's a wine. Mm-hmm. It's the 2013 Lark Mead Solari Napa Valley. So we are doing a little vertical here. We're, we're uh, Wait, 2013? 2013. It's 10, 10 years, years old. old. Bring us some fresh wine. No more of this old stuff. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> the 2013 is 95% Cabernet Sauvignon, 5%, 5% Petit Verdot. It is 14.9% ABV. The color is an inky black like my heart. It is ruby to the point of being heart. Heart. I, yeah, you keep mentioning. Just, you keep using the heart. I don't think it means what you think it means. No. All right. No. It's it's black like some sort of necrotic liver. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. You know exactly what that is. <laughs> Not cirrhotic, necrotic. <laughs> yeah, you know what that is. All right. Uh, the nose. 
It was blueberries. Blueberries, licorice, and violet. This is a very different wine from the previous one. Well, I agree with you, but I must admit, the violet's there. Blueberries? Yeah. You don't get the blueberries? Not so much. Blueberry jam right here, man. Just come come back to it. Give it a good swirl. Oh, that was your toe jam that you ate this morning. Oh, this is the blueberry jam, sir. I just don't get the blueberries. I'm sorry. Blueberry jam, black currants, a little bit. Licorice and violets. And now where the other one was thin, I think this is blueberry jam stain on your shirt that you're smelling. Mm. It's got a sugar craving. Mm-mm-mm. Cedar, black fruit, uh, leather, dark cocoa. This is the chewy, the chewy tannins you were missing in the previous one. This is full bodied. This is um, long and vibrant. It still tastes young, and it's still it got miles five, to ten go. years. Yeah, this has got miles to go. This tastes younger than the other wine, and yet it's ten years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. that 2013 yeah. vintage of this uh, this particular uh, Napa Valley Cab is so good. Um, I don't even know have any idea what this would cost, but if you see it under four hundred bucks, you should just buy it. Just do it. Go for it, man. You know you can afford it. Looking at you, Justin. What do you think? What do you think? I liked it a lot. I did. I do think it drinks younger than the 2019. It's been the day of uh, interesting opposites. I can tell you when we were drinking it at the winery, it tasted even better. I can tell you that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> or didn't it? Well, were they point for you for free? <laughs> no. Yeah. Anything that you drink at the winery 60 always degrees, tastes better. and it's just Blue skies and, and the arts chirping. Yeah, it was, it's, it's an absolute... If you're in Napa, I highly recommend you go visit. It is a beautiful property. We had a great host. Yeah. It was a great day. Gorgeous property. Well, but I I I wasn't there. Why don't I you cannot, rub it in a little bit? I'm not I'm not dropping names. There's and, a reason and, you and weren't rubbing there. it in about my my <laughs> my wonderful vacation. I'm yeah. telling you, the wine is good. There's, there's a reason you weren't there. Buy the wine. You Drink were you wine. were not invited on on purpose. <laughs> Bob, no, what do you think about the wine B- without the without the nostalgia, sir? It's a fantastic wine. It, and again, it's just to reiterate what everybody else says. It's so it's it's ten years old and it still tastes so youthful goes great with aged cheeses walnuts yeah. and fruits it is so this is so the one i bright. The one i want your brisket with this is one we've been waiting Actually, for what? all day I it's so like, bright and it's so vibrant i would like a nice tomahawk steak we were talking about earlier off the air i got a place <laughs> yeah. for you let's do it tomahawk tuesdays mm-hmm. yeah yeah this with a with a nice juicy delicious steak i think is just about as good as life could possibly get oh yeah um some cream spinach on the yeah. side yeah this is Baked potato oh good i mean I, i'm hungry they did a fantastic job with this wine i don't think there's anything they could do to improve it other than send me another bottle um but other than that just a lovely lovely wine mm. It's just, it's remarkable how fresh it is, how, how, how fruit forward it is. So we know the previous, the 2019 was 18 months in, in 78% New Oak. No. Do we have any information about the 2013 at all? No. I'm, I'm willing to bet this spent longer than 18 months in Oak. You know, you looking that up more? Yeah, I'm looking, but I haven't found it. Can't find it. No. Yeah. I think this spent, may, may, may spent longer time in Oak. The, the wine is just, it's a different beast completely from the 19. So just this goes to show you, kids, look for the vintages. They make a difference. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, and every year is different. You know, this the, you know one's a hundred percent cab, one's got a little something else blended into it. So every year it's it's. Well, not, be so I'm not just talking about the blend, but you know the weather yeah. makes a huge and difference. The, oh, the well. weather makes all the difference. So I think I think the vinification here may have been different as well because I, I'm I'm willing to bet this bent longer in oak. Uh, this is also fourteen point nine percent ABV. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, we're gonna we're gonna rate the 2013 uh, Larkmead Solari Napa Valley a well deserved five sips. Oh my sips. Yes! 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 And it's five sips because I don't have six on the board. So, oh yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is a special wine. So I've if you carried see several this, Larkmeads before. I've never had the Solari. Yeah. If you see this one, yeah. grab it. Well, this I, I think is a little bit up from their uh, regular cab. Yeah, this, I think yeah. this is their sort of single vineyardy. Oh, they've got several different expressions. So there's yeah. there's I've, a I've, lot. I've, of different I've never seen there. this one in Florida. I'm, I can't wait to get it in. Yeah, yeah, excellent wine. So yeah, this show was pretty fun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, again, you know, we, you know, the night train's a mean wine. Yeah, no night train express for us today. So. Um, Absolutely lovely wines uh, from, no Mogan from David? the Valley. MD twenty twenty. I like MD twenty twenty. Yeah, back in the day. Oh when yeah, I trained. Got you country. through college. Riuniti well, on ice. Thank That's you for nice. joining us, Justin. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Just going through my Mad Dog twenty twenty memories, but <laughs> these were great ones. Those aren't called well. memories; they're called nightmares. And yeah. thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another awesome day in the basement. Thank you, Arm. Thanks, Bob. You know, the first time I threw up was. Reuniti Cherry. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> was it worse going uh, down? Well, or 16 up? years old. <laughs> for Sip, Sud, and Slokes, this is Made Man Bob. Thanks for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad wine. And fortunately today, we didn't have to do that at all. So, We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap, Just tap it in. the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. has been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time